Attention. Attention in detail. Listen up and lead well. You're a VIP, giving you what you need to succeed. Be best you can in your own company. Attention detail one by one, step by step to get the job done. Pops are gonna break it down to you. I ask questions, get the show started further. Attention detail. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Attention to Detail Attention. with Attention Eric Bird. Moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm your host, Jason Bird. This show is sponsored by VIP Consulting, leadership done well. VIP trains leaders in the skills they'll need to take their organization to the next level. Vision casting, conflict resolution, staff and volunteer management, and more. VIP Consulting helps clients create an action plan and works alongside you to execute it. Experience what faith-based institutions, individuals, and organizations have come to learn. VIP Consulting gives you the VIP treatment. Go to ericbird.com for more information. Attention. And now here's my dad, Eric Bird. Welcome again to another episode of Attention to Detail Attention. with Eric Bird. I am your humble host, Eric. And we have baby boy Jason Miles over there on the ones and twos. Yeah, man, as we proceed. To give you what you need. Attention. Dun, 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 dun. Really, see, see, now how come when I sing, you have to cut me off, but you're able to hum Attention. and your little You don't remember what day it is if you keep going, going. I don't remember. Today is a... You'd be like, know, wow, it's dark now. That's... You know what it is? That's Attention. incredible. You know what it is? This is the day... <laughs> That the Lord has made, we gonna rejoice and be glad. But that's not why we came today, ladies and gentlemen. Why we came Attention. was to give you some uh, details. Attention to detail, actually, uh, on uh, planning for 2021. Now, I know a lot of you out there in Listenerville, you're still doing uh, New Year's Eve resolutions. You're probably have started them, not done them, and quit by now. You've probably have started your 365. Oh, you know what? Before I go on with the show, let me just say, we did not do one last week because we took off um, for MLK Day. It was uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, birthday last weekend, and so we were in the struggle singing, Happy birthday to yeah. We were, we were in the struggle doing that, so we want to uh, give a shout-out to MLK's family. Um, who are continuing to inspire us, black, white, and otherwise, men, women, uh, all over the world to uh, teach a world how to love. So that's our shout-out to MLK. But today we're back with details on long-range planning. Some of you have started your 365 um, Bible reading, and you've realized that if, you're, if this is the 20th of January or whatever, you are already 20 days behind. Do you do any resolutions, Jason? Do you make any plans for the New Year's Day? Nah, I don't. I've learned that they don't go too well. It doesn't go well, yeah. We just trying to get you to clean the room. Did you put your clothes away? Yes. No, you did. If I walk in there right now, your clothes are done? Yeah. (laughs) This will be Jason's last episode with us, ladies and gentlemen. Let us give him a laurel and hearty handshake, as Mel Brooks would say, as he finds his way out the door. But before we do all that, Uh, I always think that January, especially in ministry, I always think that January is a good way, good time to uh, start long range planning. There are a couple of benefits from that. Number one, 
when you can come out of Christmas and Thanksgiving, the holidays, all that stuff, and you hit your people with what you're going to do for the next six months, 12 months, it gives them the feeling, it gives them the impression that you have been thinking about ministry while other people are eating Christmas cookies. Can I get a witness? So that's a good thing because you always want to lead your people. You always want to be in a position where your people um, think that you are uh, invested in what you're doing and how it relates to them. So I always think that January is a good way to start. Plus, you have a whole year to accomplish your goal, and you also uh, have time to readjust your goal. Um, you may not hit every goal that you set. You may not be able to hit every place that you're going to go, but it at least gives you time to pivot and readjust and think about some other options while you're moving. So today's episode is five details on 2021 planning. All right, five details. On 2021 planning, how do you plan for the short and the long term little details that you might want to focus on so that you can get the row on the show or the the caboodle in the kit or the car on the highway, the boat on the rib. What is it? Boat on a track. <laughs> Yesterday I learned what the definition of a boat and a... And a train was. This song was written before the train on, on the water, boat, boat on, on a track. track. <laughs> My son and I should not be watching Family Guy. That's not, I don't think they're led by the Holy Ghost, but it's awful funny. <laughs> boat on a track. Okay, before we, before this episode goes off the rails even more, Jason, five details on 2021 planning. Number one, sir. Have short and long-range goals. Yes, a couple of good reasons for this. Uh, short-range goals are great because when you achieve them, that energizes your team. So, yeah, we're going to score a touchdown. That might be 12 months, but it's also good to start racking up first downs. And, by the way, if you start racking up first downs 10 yards at a time, eventually you're going to score a touchdown. So short-range goals are uh, a great idea. So, as you start planning uh, for your team or your ministry, whatever uh, role that you happen to be in, think about what that goal might be. So a short range goal might be, you know, we're going to start rehearsals on time. How about that? Like, you know, so-and-so ain't going to stop us all from being able to start at 720. We actually start rehearsal at 7 o'clock. So a good short-range goal is we're going to start rehearsals on time. Another short-range goal might be, you know, we're going to not use music stands. We're going to start uh, either memorizing the, the lyrics or we're going to start uh, relying on the confidence monitor in the back of the sanctuary. You know, have short-range uh, goals. Now, the long-range goals are directly related, of course. So the long-range goal, if I use that as an example, that might be something like, look how much more our praise team uh, looks engaged, the optics. Our praise team looks like they're engaged in worship. Why? Because we were able to get away from music stands, our face wasn't buried in a lyric sheet, and we're actually able to make eye contact with the people that we're trying to have corporate worship with. Now, as we record this, as you as as usual, because we started this in the pandemic, we are still in the pandemic. So, you know, you have certain challenges and certain things that you might want to do. But because it's covid impacted, you might have to push that off for. So that's OK. That's OK. Like I, I would encourage you to just pray about it. You know, ask the Holy Spirit to lead and direct you. God orders our steps, um, you know, try to get to a place 
where that um, you can actually start achieving some short and long range goals. Because here's what I know, Jason. Here's, mm-hmm. here's what I know. I know that there are some churches, institutions, businesses, companies that are thriving in a pandemic. So every time we want to say, oh, well, I can't do that because it's COVID. Or, you know, I would do that, but it's COVID. Or, you know, I would be able to develop relationships with people, but I can't because it's COVID. Oh, we used to be able to do this, but we can't do it because guess what? It's COVID. You know, there are some organizations that are absolutely thriving. Right. Thriving. And they're in a pandemic. Um, Last week, I was able to get some, let's see, what do you call them? I guess they would be franchise owners of a uh of a chick-fil-a franchise owners of a chick-fil-a and i tell you i didn't i just wanted them to talk a little bit about how they do what they do and you know how they lead and manage people and they were so energy energizing that what they said was so energized i was like ready to run through a wall work for chick-fil-a i have a job and i was ready to go work for chick-fil-a i was like my god these people like there was some holy ghost in what they were saying i mean they are thriving that local business, now it's a franchise, so they have a model, corporate model and a framework, of course. But my point is, is that the pandemic has shut some places down. Chick-fil-A, I don't care where you're reading this, I dare you to find a Chick-fil-A that don't have a line. And, and, I dare you to find, find a Chick-fil-A that not only doesn't have a line, but you don't have your food inside of six minutes or less. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk to me, somebody. Not only is it wrapped around the entire building, but you still out of there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> How many times have you gone to some other fast food place? Nobody's in line and you still got to wait. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, now ain't nobody here but me. Why am I waiting for my food? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. So have short and long range plans. So the long range plan might be, you know, we want to grow this team by three to five people. We want to move from a one-camera shoot to a multiple-camera shoot. You know, that might require money and budget, but that also may require just personnel, people to actually man the cameras. Um, A short-range plan might be, you know what, we're going to learn two new songs every month. A short-range plan might be, um, I'm always the one that does a devotional for our team, or I'm always the one that does or that leads a meeting at my team. You know, I think... I think I might see if there's somebody else on the team that might want to pray. Somebody else on the team that might want to lead devotionals. Somebody else on the team that may want to do A, B, and C. Have short and long-range goals. They frequently point to uh, success uh, down the road. Number two, on five details on 2021 planning. Find a resource of how to get there. Yeah, so you tell your people what they're doing. Uh, The dog is like looking at the door. Does she? Maybe your mother's home, Jason. I don't know. We had to let the dog, we let the dog out. Woo, 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 woo. We let the dog out. Not funny? No? No. Okay. Um, Find a resource of how to get there. So I love visuals. I'm a visual person. So um, if I'm running a praise team, which I am, and I want to create a resource of, you know, where I think we could go, I'll go find a YouTube video of a praise team and I'll go show the team that. And I'll go now. What makes them different than us? What makes them better than us? What makes them uh, more advanced than us? Maybe nothing. Maybe uh, we need to adopt different practice techniques. Maybe we need to uh, consider you know, some other variables or whatever. But I like to show people where we're going. People need to see where you're going to go. 
And I think that's important. So find a resource of how to get there. If, um, let's see, how can I frame this without being personal? Uh, I was just made aware of an opportunity to be able to show someone what we might want to do somewhat differently somewhat differently so in what terms I'm, of in terms of just media in general yes just in general in general of course so what i'm going to do is i'm going to download the video so they can see what they did and then i'm going to try to show them a video of maybe something similar and go this is what i'm talking about like just a just a simple you know, a pan left to right here and there. We don't need to see whether folk got cavities or not. Okay, we don't need to count all their nose hairs. I'm going to pause there. Bless Jesus. Um, we don't need to see all of the Bernie, me Ber Bernie uh, memes that are just a couple that were just. So in other words, find a resource of how to get there. There's so much stuff online. And Jason, I can... You know, your father is old. I cannot tell you what life is like now than what it was like when I was your age. When I was your age, no internet, no cell phones. Like, I literally, literally, there's a lick by Miles Davis I liked. Okay? This is what I had to do. I had to play the record, record the record onto a cassette tape. Okay? Then take the cassette tape and then constantly hit the button to rewind back to hear it. So it's, wait, what was that? Go back. Wait a minute, what key is he in? Okay, there's that note. Write it down. Okay, I can't, that took forever and a day. The first job I ever had directing a gospel choir, black church, I had to drive to Baltimore. Okay, had to drive to Baltimore. I had to talk to my man who always worked in the Christian bookstore and say, what's hot? What's what 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 acquires? Oh, here's the new John P. Key. There's this new kid out here named Kurt Franklin. You know, this is pretty good. And then check out this song. You know, this is like uh, Mississippi Mass Choir. This is pretty good. I had to sit and listen to every song on every cassette because I couldn't afford a CD player. Number one, I had to listen to it and then go, oh, I think my choir, my I could teach my choir this Wednesday night. So then I had to do that times 100, write out the soprano part, alto part, tenor part, write out my chord changes, learn how to practice and play it, then go to rehearsal and have to know all parts better than everybody else because I'm teaching it. Nowadays, there's somebody online that'll teach you how to run sound. You just watch the video. There's somebody online that shows you how to work pro presenter. You just watch the video. So you really have no excuse um, you're not looking hard enough if you can't find resources on how to get there. So I would really encourage you to write out, type out, whatever you have to do. Um, I have a vision board in my office where on a dry erase board I write out the vision. Write the vision. Make it plain. And then I just start researching. I join Facebook groups. I email friends of mine that are peers that are doing it at other churches. How do you resource how to get there? All right. Number three, sir, on details of 2021 planning. Provide evidence of what the goal looks like and sounds like. Yeah, that's related to part two, but it can also be this. It can also be um, get that friend of yours that is on a praise team at another church. 
have them come talk to your praise team about how they got better. So now your team is hearing, this is what I think we should do. I think we should do A, B, and C. Now I'm going to bring in a special guest person to show you why doing A, B, and C actually makes sense. And so now I'm going to introduce you to, you know, Jane Smith. And Jane Smith comes in and she says, wow, our church was similar to yours in that we were doing ABC. Now we're doing DEF and these are the benefits to it. Bring in, provide evidence of what the goal looks like. Um, Pastor says something interesting today that I think is really, really good. He said uh, that, what's the man's name? Greg Groeschel? Craig Groeschel? I'm messing with Craig. Craig. I should get the man's name right because the man is a well-known preacher of the gospel. Anyway, Pastor Groeschel, forgive me, sir. It's not that I'm, uh, I don't care enough to get your name right. It's just I don't want to jack your name up any worse than I am. Certainly respect what you do. Um, yeah. Anyway, Pastor Groeschel, he said, um, it's not that people don't like change. It's just they don't like the way we try to change them. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's good. We haven't prepared people for change well. Back in this thing, all the way back up to point number one, that's the change thing you're telling people that change is coming so look we're going to start auditions or we're going to start using this technology or we're going to start doing you know one two three that's the long range so change is on the way but don't worry about the change i'm going to prepare you i'm going to give you resources and i'm going to get people to come in with evidence on what the change looks like and how we're going to get there so prepare your people for change all right number four Number four, Jason. Number four, find stakeholders to buy into your vision. Yeah, so um, there are going to be, there's going to be 10% of the people. Now, it, it all depends on the kind of organization you're running. But this has been my experience, and I think this is in Jim Collins' Good to Great, I think. I'm not sure, but it was certainly in a leadership text that I read when I was in school. 10% um, of the people are on both extremes. So 10% of the people, they don't really care what you do. They, they just don't care. If you say, look, we're going to set our hair on fire and run through a brick wall, they'll say, what time? Like, I, is that on a Tuesday or are we doing that on Thursday afternoon because I, I got to work? Um, I, I work at a liquor store. We open all night, okay? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. 10% of the people don't really care what you do. They're going to follow you anyway. Their mama went to that church. Their big mama went to that church. Their grandmama worked at that church. Their daddy is a deacon, and their cousin, like, sings on the choir. So, like, they, I, I'm here, Doc. I'm here for it. What? I don't care. Just tell me what we're doing, okay? There's another 10% that I don't care what you do that I'm not going to like it. So if I said, look, I got bags of money in the trunk of my car, the first thing out their mouth is, oh, you just think you're better than anybody else. Why, why you get bags of money? Where do you think you get, where you get your bags of money from? I got bags of my own money. I don't need you to give me that. There's nothing you can do to change those people. I would encourage you to not spend your energy on either 10%. I would say do not spend your energy on the 10% that are always with you. Do not spend your 10% on the people that are always going to be without you. And why, Jason? Because the 10% that are never going to be with you are exactly that. They're never going to be with you. Right. So you're going to spend your energy trying to convince them and nothing. Or something you, not going to change for. They're, 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 see, now, now, now you're preaching. Now I can feel something. Shot up in my bones. <laughs> it's just like fire. No? You know, no? So 10% of the people are not going to follow you. 10% of the people are going to follow you anyway. So you want to deal with, what's the math on that? You want to deal 80%. with the 80, 80%? Is it 80? Yep. 80, Are you taking math 80%. now? 
Are you taking math now? I don't think you have to take math to know that. Is that you're not taking quadrilaterals? Is that a quadrilateral? I think you just mixed two different topics. Is that two different things? Quadraphonic? It's I a Heimlich? So you work with the 80%. You work with the 80% in the middle. The 80% will probably go with you if you have other people that convince them it's a good idea. So you get other stakeholders. You get other people to go, hey, you know, this is what I want to do with the team. What do you think about that? I think that's a great idea, but this is what I would do if I were you. If I were you, I would maybe alter that to make sure that instead of trying to do this by March, I would maybe wait till after Easter and maybe we try this in June. Okay, great. That's somebody that's on your team. That's a stakeholder. Um, you know, find people that are with you, but they might need a little bit more information. They might need a little bit more evidence. They might need a little bit more prodding, but they're with you, but they just want to get a little bit more information on how we're going to get there. And then those people do, are the people that end up do the talking for you, right? Those are the people that go back to the team because your people won't talk about you usually in front of your face. They'll probably talk about you behind your back, right? We're human. Mm -hmm. So behind your back, they'll say, girl, I don't know why we're doing that anyway. And then your stakeholder says, oh, well, this is what he told me. He told me that we were doing this because eventually he'd like to do a recording. And if we do a recording, we're going to have to do, and then if it comes from one of their peers, it doesn't seem quite as heavy-handed. It has a little bit more of an air of relatability. That kind of helps a little bit more. So I just think that that's uh, helpful. And then five, our last uh, detail on 2021 planning. Focus on the goal while also recognizing you may have to readjust. Yes, look at your reading. You're doing so well reading. Your, your reading skills. Just my little, my baby. Just my, just my baby. Um, focus on the goal. You might have to readjust. Um, it's okay to plan something and then readjust. Now, none of us knew that COVID-19 was going to jack up everything um, the way it did almost a year ago. Nobody did that. So we had plans to do all kinds of stuff. Now, wouldn't it be foolish if in February your plans looked the same as they did in November of 2020? Wouldn't that be foolish? Like, you know, we're going to still hug and kiss people. We're still going to do in-person services like at 100%. We're still going to do... You'd be like, well, obviously you have to adjust because circumstances change. So don't be so bent on having your way that you're not willing to readjust. You might get halfway down the road. You might get to April and May and you go, you know what? This is a good idea, but it's the wrong time. Right. You know, or this might be a good idea, but we're not going to be able to get this done by December. We're going to have to maybe push this back to like another six months or this might be a really good idea but i got to get more people i got to get people that are more qualified than i to kind of pull this off you know i'm starting to have uh uh panic attacks uh staying up at night gray hair um although i cast on my cast on the lord <laughs> on the lord he'll renew my strength i will mount up like eagles. <laughs> Isaiah, no? No? You're not going to? No? Um, but no, I was just going to say that, uh, <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, just readjustment is a good thing. That's, that's really the point. Readjustment is a good thing. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's recap it. Let's recap. These are the five details on 2021 planning. Five details. What's that? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco 
details on 2021 planning. Number one. Have short and long-range goals. Have short and long-range goals. You can get the short-range goals out of the way. They puts wind in your sails, low-hanging fruit, and then that propels you toward the long-range goals. Number two. Find a resource of how to get there. Yeah, YouTube, people, um, training, all that stuff, uh, software, all that stuff can help resource you. Three. Provide evidence of what the goal looks like and sounds like. Yeah, go get other people that are where you want to be and have them talk to your team. If you want to get to that next level, whatever that is, go find somebody who's living there. that built a house there and have them talk to your team. Four. Find stakeholders to buy into what your vision is. See if you can find people already on your team that you can point that you can pour your vision into that'll take it and run with it. But don't waste your time on the extremes. Five. Focus on the goal while also recognizing you may have to readjust. Yeah, flexibility is good. Flexibility is a good one. Attention. Attention, detail. What's the last thing you want to leave our listeners with, Dad? Leaders, creatives, innovators. Attention. What, is that not right? Is that not, that's not what I say? Influences? I was just, so leaders, creatives, influencers. What's wrong with innovators? That's not good? Okay, well then why don't you say it? So that leaders, creatives, and influencers. Remember that as you plan for 2021, you're going to have to uh, keep your eye on the prize while also be able to navigate through some, uh, let's say, potholes. So make sure that you have resourced your team. Make sure you've put them in great positions to succeed. Always be flexible because you never know what tomorrow may bring. Um, And I bet, I will bet you that you'll be able to achieve more than uh, you'll leave on the field of play. And so that's this edition of Attention to Detail, starring Jason Miles Bird and his humble host, Eric Bird. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Attention. Thanks, Dad, and thank you for listening to Attention to Detail. We'll be uploading new podcasts every week, usually on Mondays, and you should be able to find us wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review and like us. You can also follow our sponsor, VIP Consulting, at ericbird.com. Go to ericbird.com and sign up for a free gift. Just our way of thanking you for supporting VIP Consulting and this podcast. Show notes can be found at ericbird.com slash blog, where you can also follow the show on the VIP Consulting Twitter and Facebook pages. Attention.